Commencing countdown. Three, two, one. This is the Contracting Experience. Connecting government contracting professionals to the world around them through conversations with acquisition influencers, insights into evolving hot topics, and sharing lessons learned from the field. Hello, my dear Contracting Experience podcast listeners. Wow, so much has changed in the world since our last release episode. I hope you all are taking care of yourselves and your families. We are beginning to resume episodes of the podcast. With this first episode back, we are going to sit down with Ohio Procurement Technical Assistance Center, or PTAC specialist, Rich Delisio, to learn more about PTACs. I was not aware of all the great work PTACs do until probably within the last year or so. There are 94 PTACs with over 300 local offices that form a nationwide network of dedicated procurement professionals working to help local businesses compete successfully in the government marketplace. PTACs are the bridge between buyer and supplier, bringing to bear their knowledge of both government contracting and the capabilities of contractors to maximize fast, reliable service to our government with better quality and at lower costs. Rich talks about how PTACs can assist acquisition professionals and shares examples where PTACs have helped their clients reach successful outcomes. Again, take care and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome Rich to the podcast. Morning, Amber. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So first question, can you tell us what is the Procurement Technical Assistance Center, or PTAC, and what is its mission? Um, PTAC stands for Procurement Technical Assistance Center. Uh, It's a national organization of business counselors that focus solely on government contracting. Uh, The program started in 1986, and it was the goal of uh, DOD, Department of Defense, through the uh, Defense Logistics Agency, the procurement side, to offer assistance to small businesses so they can become procurement ready to do business in the federal market. And this has developed over the years. Um, We have uh, across the nation over 300 PTACs uh, and we assist companies with all government contracting Again, the main focus is on on the federal market. That basic charge, that approach, has stayed on point over the years for PTAC. And we encourage and train companies first to have their private sector success and then move them into the federal market, either through a subcontracting path or a small dollar contract, but to build relationships, to build a a track record, a strong track record, just like the private sector, and move forward into a federal federal market. Okay, great. And you mentioned that you kind of aim them towards the private sector success um, first. Can you talk about the reasoning for that? I think it's very important. I think, you know, what I tell my clients, just like they're going to hire someone to paint their house, you, you need a reference point. And the federal market especially wants you to have federal experience and understanding, a strong understanding 
of how to do business with them, whether it's the Air Force, Navy, uh, National Institute of Health, you know, and it doesn't really matter, Army Corps of Engineers. So whatever, whatever agency you're doing business with, they prefer someone that has that experience, just like anybody else. And as a small business, you have to find your path. Either uh, we emphasize the small dollar contracts or as a sub. Uh, and once you establish that relationship, you're going to reduce that risk that uh, anyone would have. It's, it's human nature. And, and we emphasize that very strongly. So what services does a PTAC offer to businesses wanting to enter the federal or DOD marketplace? The, the, the services that we offer really start with a lot of the basics, making sure that they're registered in SAM uh, to be ready for a contract. Also, we help them with bid preparation. Um, we have a bid matching service where we send announcements from across the country um, from the public sector. So that includes uh, beta.sam.gov and close to 3,500 sites in, in our Ohio program. And so we set up a Google search uh, for them to get bid announcements. So again, it's not just the federal market, uh, but it is a strong push towards government contracting. One-on-one uh, -on -one training, coaching, uh, agency procurement history. We have uh, research tools uh, and again, everything in our program is paid for, prepaid with tax dollars. Department of Defense, um, in Ohio we have uh, Office of Business Assistance uh, that also is part of our programming funding. And then the third party host, my host is Ohio University. So, so these uh, data tools, uh, business resources, training events, everything uh, trying to make sure they understand, understand the culture um, and again, the training is outreach opportunities, not only to learn, but to network. So in, um, no, I think what the PTAC does is great. And I, I hadn't actually heard of the PTAC until I started um, working with a startup company last year as a fellowship um, program. And I was doing research on different resources that are out there for companies that were looking to do business with the government. And I stumbled upon PTAC and um, so I'm, I'm so glad that you're sharing this with us and the listeners today. Um, I know like I had been in acquisition for over 10 years and hadn't really heard of it. So um, what can a PTAC do to assist acquisition professionals? Well, I think um, hopefully we have them to consider us a resource partner. I think that is very, it's very important to us. Um, I, especially for me as a, as a program, and I'm, I'm really lucky to have uh, strong support in Northeast Ohio. Um, but we, you know, and I say we, the Ohio PTAC team, we have provided training uh, through small business specialists, through the SBA um, on, you know, what our program is about, you know, kind of like a, you know, one-on-one, this is PTAC, mm -hmm. um, what, a what a capability statement is, which is a company resume that uh, is utilized a lot in industry days, sources sought, market research done by contracting officers. Uh, those are some, uh, some of the basics. And any type of joint, uh, you know, it involved in, in the acquisition staff's outreach events, whether it's an industry day, matchmaker, um, you know, we can assist the contractors uh, with issues. Um, wide area workflow, the invoicing. 
certifications, you know, whether it is HUBZone or uh, veteran-owned, we help with that. And, you know, we really try to make sure our, you know, qualified vendors are ready when the opportunity or when the calling comes. So there may be, again, a request for information. There may be a prime looking for local qualified subs to work on site. And we want to make sure that we're available to help to meet, you know, the small business needs, uh, not only, again, for the acquisition staff, but within the business resources in our area. We rely on the resource partners in our region and that, you know, we, we have to show value. You know, we, we as, a, as a group, PTAC has to show value to the small business. It has to show value to the acquisition staff and has to show value to people involved in economic development. And we, you know, our track record, just like everybody else is very important. For sure. So you had mentioned being a resource if um, an acquisition professional encounters like a new star or an, or an innovator uh, without federal experience, can they refer the firm to a PTEC for assistance? And then how does an acquisition professional or a firm find their local PTEC? Well, first of all, uh, I mean, I would encourage all federal agencies, their acquisition, whatever they may be, I encourage them and we encourage them to send companies to PTAC, uh, especially those that are that are close and may need some assistance in um, expressing themselves through a proposal. Uh, but going back to your question, um, those that are looking at startups that have innovative ideas, the path for them is SBIRs. And we're very much involved in that, helping them uh, determine that, you know, the best route, help them look for partners, you know, a lot of times they need a manufacturing partner or they may need a university partner for the SBIR number two. Uh, and then we have resources, especially in Ohio, that help just with SBIRs. I rely on Ohio Aerospace in Institute. Uh, there's also down in Dayton, the Wright Brothers Institute that help companies in that development. And so we, you know, we, we are experts in, in government contracting and hopefully we're considered experts in making people resourceful. Right. And as far as the finding, finding the local PTAC, um, we have a national organization called APTAC, um, www.aptac-us.org. Um, and on, on our homepage, you know, there's a blue button that says find a PTAC and you know, you can find it very easily or you can email me. I'll be glad to send, you know, I'll be glad to look that up for, for anybody in acquisition. Um, and my email uh, is my last name, Delicio R at Ohio.edu. You know, I welcome, you know, we're, we're part of public funds. Uh, you know, we're available. I try to be as available as much as possible. Uh, everyone, you know, all taxpayers pay for my, my job. And uh, that's, that's really a part of my role, I think, is to provide that information uh, on a regular basis. For sure. And um, I will put the APTAC, um, the website that you mentioned, I'll put that in the show notes and I'll foot stomp. It was really easy to find. So I went there and I just searched on, put in Ohio and then all the different PTACs showed up for all the different regions. So very easy to search, very easy to find resources, um, whether you're 
a business looking for those resources or an acquisition professional, um, it was, was really easy to find. So I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, can you share some examples or stories where working with a PTAC helped your clients reach successful outcomes? Well, I, I think the best example that, that, that I can give is we, you know, we try to spend as much time in understanding the marketplace ourselves and spending time in personal development. And especially this past year, I have emphasized uh, to my clients when they're formatting their capability statement to target um, simplified acquisition threshold contracts under 250,000. That 250,000 is also the uh, small business set aside for federal contracts. So if there is a contract under that amount, you know, whether it's a set aside for a uh, small business or uh, a particular socioeconomic category, uh, hub zone, 8A, uh, service-abled vet, woman-owned, et cetera. So using that language, using that target, uh, two of my contractors got their first federal contract in December. And since then, they've been very successful they probably both have four or five, just again, based on that initial small dollar past performance. One, uh, one got it in the Department of Agriculture, and he has also had some success with the Air Force now. Another contractor, a service-abled vet, is doing well uh, with Veteran Affairs. He's a good match for that. Uh, veteran Affairs uh, spends uh, over 20% of their contract with veteran-owned companies, which is great. So we target, you know, companies accordingly. And and by starting out with a small do- small dollar contract, they move forward uh, again because they're able to move up uh, with capacity and there's less risk through the eyes of the acquisition people. Um, what one of my favorite stories? This happened a couple of years ago. Uh, one of my local contractors in Akron was looking at a proposal. Uh, and our, our Columbus uh, PTAC counselor um, is an expert in the manufacturing arena. He helped my client. Um, I didn't want to blow it, and, and they were able to secure the contract, and it's now going on its fourth year over $6 million. And, you know, they can thank me all I want, they want, but it's really, it was Tony Griffin, uh, who just retired recently from our staff, that really his understanding and his expertise was utilized and you know we have two retired contract officers uh, on our team uh, we have two re- retired Air Force uh, colonels on our team so you know that experience that understanding um, is is great for the rest of us to have a better understanding of the military thinking the military uh, background and, and the procurement that we need to share with our clients right yeah, thank you for sharing that. And that's what I really like about the PTAC is, you know, the organization is almost kind of like a middleman that is trying to help both both sides, right? I mean, in, within the government, we are partners with the firms out there, but sometimes with the with the amount of policies and regulations and even just the the language that is used, um, if if companies do not have experience with that. It, they can get lost very quickly. Um, and so I, I think that's what's so great about PTEC is like you're, 
you're helping for both sides and you're a resource for both sides um, that can really help the government meet their requirements and help the firms become successful um, in the commercial marketplace and also working with the government. Well, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, we, we have to be active listeners and, you know, from the, from the acquisition staff, that's, you know, we have to understand that and they're changing landscape. You know, what's going on now with COVID-19 that, you know, that changes everybody's buying habits. And, and, you know, we're, we're very clear on trying to get companies to understand that, you know, the federal market, first of all, isn't for everyone. And that a no in the federal market is the same as a no or a not yet in the private sector. Uh, we see a lot of clients get frustrated because they get a government no. And, and I try to explain to them, you get 10 no's on the private side and it doesn't phase you, but you get one from the government and you know, you, you're getting crushed. It, it's the same, you know, and I, and I think that's, that's part of the understanding that we try to, you know, we try to make sure that they are focusing on a clear, concise approach, understanding of the requirements. I mean, the worst thing they could do is get a contract and then not understand it. And, you know, they only get one chance. And, 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 I, and I keep emphasizing the, the uh, track record, the past performance, that, that is part of our makeup as far as PTAC. We don't want to introduce a company to a prime if we don't feel that they're ready. And we want to make sure that our clients are ready when they do get that first contract, uh, because that's really, you know, that, that just kicks them into the high gear after that, in my opinion. For sure. Well, Rich, just the, uh, the short amount of time that we had talked to, to prep for this recording, and then today, I've, I've just noticed how like, energized uh, you seem to be in working with the PTAC. So can you share what you enjoy most about working for a procurement technical assistance center? Well, I mean, I, I, number one, it, to me, it's an honor to be working with veterans. So, uh, you know, that experience and that uh, value of meeting these people that are, that are, you know, disciplined, hardworking, humble, and they gave so much for our country. To help them, you know, is, is very rewarding. Um, you know, when, when a client calls, especially when they call uh, with their first contract award, uh, that's, that's very rewarding also. And again, being in, in Ohio, we have great support uh, from the state, you know, the small business division uh, in the state of Ohio, um, Ohio University, who I work for. Um, you know, the work is challenging. Uh, you're constantly learning. Uh, but, you know, it's easy to take pride in it because you're surrounded by so many good people. And, you know, we're very fortunate. I, I keep going back to, we have great companies in Ohio. I mean, I have companies that, I mean, they, you know, they value what we do. We're an extra set of eyes. And, and, and I have a lot of my clients have been with me over five years, which, which is great. But, but really, I mean, their success is because of, of their framework uh, and what they have to offer. And the federal government is like any other market. If you are good at what you do, if you're an expert, they're going to hire you. And, and once you get that, that market share, you know, it's, it's still hard to hold on to, but it's really, a, it's a commitment of time. Uh, and like, I, you know, I enjoy going to work every day and I'm very fortunate to have uh, this second career. So you people in acquisition, if you're looking for a second career, there's a lot of contracting officers, a lot of program managers, in PTAC. So, so take a look, uh, meet your local one and take it from there. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much, Rich, for sharing the P-TECH story. And I will make sure to put um, your contact info in the show notes as well. And appreciate your time today. And thank you very much for thinking of P-TECH, Amber. If you have suggestions for topics or people to interview or feedback on the podcast, you can submit those at thecontractingexperience at gmail.com. I want to thank you all for listening to the Contracting Experience Podcast. Until next time, keep connecting to the world around you.